Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to From the Press Box, the Holland Sentinel Sports Staff's weekly podcast where we talk anything and everything sports. Hope you all enjoyed your holidays and got to see some good sports uh, throughout the break. Uh, we had a lot of interesting things happen. Michigan State actually won a bowl, the bowl game. Michigan lost their bowl, surprise, surprise, again. Uh, was that four in a row for Harbaugh's teams? Yeah, the bowl. I think so. Yeah. Not good. Um, we also had Michigan, Michigan State, Central, Western, and Eastern all in bowls. For one of the very rare times, uh, but it wasn't that exciting. Like you'd think that would be super exciting, but it really just it didn't seem that exciting. Unfortunately, uh, they all lost except Michigan State, right? Yeah. I mean, like, um, so one of the things we did here at the Sentinel is we uh, chose our top stories and athletes for our, our decade in review. Um, so since the teens are coming to an end here that uh, we, we pick some stuff and it's been a bit of a talker in the community we've gotten a lot of feedback positive negative and otherwise about about our selections and all that kind of stuff so i just wanted to chat real quick uh about that and go, get into the process a little bit and and how fun some of these debates have been um the the moment of the year or the moment of the decade though clearly west leonard um that is one of the most iconic stories in this area's history i mean unfortunately like it's one of the most tragic stories that we've probably the most tragic stories in sports we've ever had around here and uh for those of you that don't remember or are new to the area um in 2010 he uh hit west leonard uh was playing for fenville all-state basketball player and uh he had a game-winning shot in overtime that clinched a perfect 20-0 season for Fenville. Was hoisted up on his teammates' shoulders. Moments later, he collapsed on the court and later died at Holland Hospital from cardiac arrest due to an enlarged heart. There was issues with the defibrillator and people's knowledge of the defibrillator and all that kind of stuff. Just awful. Just awful. Um, I remember that night very well selfishly i'm thankful that i wasn't at that covering that game i had covered them the game before and i was at holland's game that night um but it's one of those things i mean you just can't imagine happening you know especially because it was a home game for fenville the biggest them trying to get 20 was a huge deal their whole town was there he basically died in front of the whole town even though he didn't technically die till later i mean he collapsed on the court in front of the entire town and that is just so mind-boggling to think of anything like that but also you know it has there's been a somewhat of a silver lining obviously we would all wish west to be here instead of having the silver lining but the west leonard heart team was founded and they've donated lots of money and aeds to schools around the state and raising awareness so people know how to use them and so that situations like this don't happen again uh so it's it's a 
tragic it's a tragedy it's a triumph it's a there's so many things there's so many things and uh, but I I mean this is how I'll remember West Leonard this photo that we ran of him the, them hoisting him up it's one of the most iconic photos ever from the area and I think that that's just encompasses the, the moment of that um, so that was obviously the moment of the of the decade um, we chose our you know top teams and uh, you know all, ki- all kinds of different things we had our a top uh, we, we i didn't we decided not to do a like a just top 10 teams or top 10 things uh to split it up differently because you know in the course of a decade you can't get everything in um so you just kind of got to pick some of the iconic moments so um we picked the the best uh you know the best athletes performance and we'll talk about those when we talk about the top athletes but the top teams I had the holland girls swim team in 2011 i think it was they finished first or second in every single event the most dominating swim team of all time and won the national championship not just the state championship that's crazy it's really crazy first or second in every single event and some of them there was they went one and two yeah that's insane in every swimming event i should say they didn't have a diver but um insane and their medley relay broke the national high school record oh is it still stan still i think it was i think it was broken a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. um, but it stood for almost a decade. Dang. So that's just an insane feat. Mm-hmm. Um, I couldn't. Be- I mean, I've covered a lot of swimming, but I've I've never been actually stunned looking at the time in the scoreboard on the scoreboard after a race that I was then. Yeah. So um, <laughs> the top boys, the boys team we picked was Los Dutch, the Holland soccer team that won the state championship a couple of years ago. Um, may not have been the most dominating team in any sport that we've had on the boys' side, but in an era when racial tensions are getting much higher in this country and issues are happening that way, this team had basically every color of the rainbow on the team, black, white, Latino, Middle Eastern. There were players from uh, multiple players from everywhere, and it just became this amazing show of unity in like i said in an era where that was kind of slipping away and then the uh the uh dynasty of the decade which uh there's a lot there's a lot to debate with all these teams obviously um there's been a lot of great teams we've had football teams win state championships track teams cross-country teams um swim teams you know but that just that level of of it being so much more than just them winning the soccer team the diversity and the unity um, really makes that team very iconic. Um, Zealand, Zealand West football—they had the highest winning percentage in the in the state in the decade, and also won three state championships. Um, so they were selected there. Um, there's a lot of other teams that could lay claim to that too. Um, Saugatuck cross country and track teams have had a really really great run. Um, and the boys cross country team won four, four state titles during the decade and just, just had a great, a great decade. And, uh, it's just, it's just, so it's, it highlights how hard it is to compare sports and feats. You're comparing divisions, you're comparing competition, you're comparing all kinds of stuff. And it's, it's, it's hard for us because we lose no matter what, if we, you know, if we pick one, you know, people are upset. If we pick the other other people are upset you know so it's kind of a 
it's kind of a lose lose situation for us right. in that regard. But it's really good to kind of show everything. Um, you know, we had other other elements too. You know, that you can read about that was in Sunday's Sentinel. We had the you know the comeback of the year. Somebody come back from a spinal injury. We had the the upset of the year, which was the West Ottawa girls swim team winning the state championship, coming in ranked third. That's very rare in a swimming environment to knock off not one but two teams clearly seated ahead of you, um, including you know a team that had won several state championships in a row leading up to that point. That was insane. That was an insane meet to cover. Um, and uh, you know we got pro pro moments too. I mean, obviously Kirk Cousins signing his record contract that's an easy uh, one. was that's an easy one that was a huge deal um and hey he's got a playoff win now uh that his was first playoff crazy. win yeah. i mean and, and he earned it wasn't just like oh they ran the ball and it happened to be a kirk cousins team that won he was the reason they won that game yeah <laughs> uh, which is really great to see that um, upset too yeah in the superdome um not yeah. easy to do so and then uh, obviously luke witkowski pl- uh, signing with his hometown red wings uh, that's a huge deal for anybody. And then uh, Gabrielle Shipley, the Grand Valley State golfer, getting to play in the Meyer LPGA Classic on her home course um, with the best players in the world. Uh, pretty pretty special. So uh, check that out. Uh, if you get a chance, it's, uh, it's still online, obviously, but it's in Sunday's print edition. Lots of things... Lots of lots of great moments. There's lots of things that weren't even that weren't discussed. There's so many great things that happened uh, that happened this 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 decade. Um, it's hard to keep track of all of them. So, yeah, we got the athletes list too. I mean, if you look at the athletes list, it's ridiculous. Um, Bo, do you have any questions about this athletes list before well, we get rolling? Well, here? I guess just in general so, for you guys knowing, Bo Bo has been a an intern here before, but he has really only been on the staff for a matter of months yeah, so. I have a very limited knowledge yeah um but uh no i mean what's like uh to compile all of this like you know just the the decade interview and then also the athletes of the decade just what was like the process of like getting all that together yeah it, it was it was daunting i'll tell you that um yeah. no and again knowing that you're gonna leave people out that probably deserve it you're gonna forget some people i mean we're not talking about the athletes of the year where it's easy to remember a whole decade i mean we've got We've got like 25 sports that we cover. And if you, you know, the player of the year, if you talk about the player of the year, you know, in all of those sports every year, it adds up to a ton. You know, you can't, you know, you can't, um, it's too many. You know, you got to figure this out. And then, the, and then what else happens? You got years where uh, the second best player in some sports is better than the first best player other years. You know, um, I likened it to if, if if LeBron and Steph Curry are seniors in you know whatever in high school on the, at the same the same year, one of them is going to be the player of the year. The other one isn't, but they're probably better. The person who was second is still clearly better than the player of the year two years before or whatever. So you got to deal with a lot of that. And then what goes into? I mean, you got to. There's you know a lot of things to factor in. Is is one sport of complete dominance? by an athlete bigger than somebody who did three sports or two sports really well what you know what plays into it you know where people all stayed all that kind of stuff um and then high school and college like we i spanned it through high school college pro club everything so i mean what happens if you have the fifth best person like let's say the fifth best basketball player from the area their senior year in high school goes to college and is an all-conference college player how do you factor that in right. like 
they weren't as good as somebody else had to head then, but their accomplishment over the whole decade has grown. Um, so there's just a lot of things like that, that that go into it. I mean, it was it was really daunting. I mean, I made a list of all the you know the players of the year for the most part, and all the all state uh, all all state kids, especially kids who were all state multiple times, and just you know went through. I mean, the first fifty or sixty were real easy. And then, you know, then it gets harder as you go. I mean, I, I probably started out with, you know, more than 100, you know, and then you had to, I wanted to make it up 100 and you trim it back. And now, uh, if you guys are wondering about the debate, I mean, there's, I put an editor's note in there that, hey, we're going to forget people. There's no way I can remember everybody for 20 years in 25 sports. You just can't. <laughs> so in 10 years for 25 sports, you just can't do it. So, um, and people have been emailing suggestions in people that we thought that have missed and i've added them to the list it's kind of like a working list now um anybody that i think really deserves it it's kind of just going to be the athletes of the decade not limited to the top 100 but i pick my top 100 uh, to start there's, there's just so many factors do, do kids go d1 in a sport you know that comes into it could they have gone d1 if they wanted to you know there's so many gray areas um there's so many gray areas so i'll just um talk a little bit about the, the very top ones that we picked but uh so for the male athletes number one kirk cousins i don't care what anyone did in high school or whatever i mean obviously kirk cousins was a decent quarterback in high school but he wasn't a superstar or anything like that but if you're a starting quarterback in the nfl for just almost every year of this decade that's it that's that's it's not there's not a much higher place to be right really so that one is easy number two was easy kyle Steginga. uh he played basketball Hong christian cornerstone he set the all-time scoring record for any college in michigan so he wow. had more points than magic johnson he had more points than glenn rice you know anybody that ever played in michigan um which would be probably bigger if he played at a bigger school but it still is a huge deal but not quite as big as being a starting nfl quarterback so <laughs> not quite um and then number three grant wolfram he uh you know played baseball at hamilton he was also a multi-sport athlete at hamilton all-conference tennis and basketball player too but you know uh, all-american kind of baseball player also been was drafted twice during the decade <laughs> uh, went back chose school the first time when the tigers drafted him then got drafted by the rangers and he had a really good year in the minor leagues this past year helped his team win uh make it to their league championship series so to me those three were real easy to pick one two three now it gets the next group the next group of is you can you can mix and match and there's you know there's reasons for it. i mean right now blake dunn is number four from saugatuck plays baseball at western michigan was an all-state football basketball baseball and track athlete four sport all-state at saugatuck that's insane yeah and was our football player of the year three times uh, was our track athlete of the year was not our baseball player of the year because grant wolf <laughs> 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 um, but like that's insane like i mean that's that's great then you got desmond morgan played west ottawa and then was a starting linebacker as a freshman and throughout his career at michigan that's pretty good when you're starting in the big house multiple years um number six eric solis holland swimmer ended up swimming uh division one at uh florida then arizona you could really make an argument that he could be number four made the olympic trials won a bunch of state championships you know great great athlete um by far our best swimmer of the decade in a place where swimming is really big uh nick carlson from hamilton uh for he's a golfer now here's what do you do you know is you got people that play multiple sports but he played golf mm -hmm. and he in his four high school years 
He won a state championship as a freshman and as a senior and was second as a junior and a sophomore. So in four years, he finished in the top two in the state all four times. Yeah. That's insane. And then he played at Michigan and then won the the U.S. junior – or the U.S. amateur – finished second in the U.S. amateur and got a letter from Arnold Palmer and it was a big deal. Like, uh, just great. Just insane. The best golfer we've ever had. Uh, number eight, Luke Witkowski. He, you know, played for the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Red Wings. It's insane to think that a professional NHL player is number eight on this list. I mean, he's been up and down between the AHL and the NHL. Uh, he has, you know, but that's such an accomplishment. I mean, that's a huge deal. Um, you know, you're at the pinnacle level of of your sport. Um, you know, it's hopefully he he's in a position right now. He's in Syracuse. He'll get, you know get some playing time, work his way back up to the Tampa Bay Lightning. But uh, you know, just a great a great athlete. Um, and then we've got then this is the kind of mixed bag the rest rest of them and I'll go through them quickly. Taban Afric, state champion swimmer from West Ottawa, that also was uh, all American relay swimmer at Notre Dame. Uh, Demetrius Lake, three time player of the year, three time first team all state basketball player, had a few fifty point games that I saw. Um, pretty crazy. Yeah, I witnessed some of that. It was yeah, awesome. it was it was must see. It was must-see every night. You never knew what he was going to do. Yeah, the biggest memory I had from that was I was covering a game at Holland, and uh, this kid from, I think it might have been Hamilton or something, blocked him. And they were, and him and his teammate were all excited that they blocked Demetrius Lake. And then uh, you know Demetrius Lake shaking his head, all right, all right. And then they inbounded the ball near half court, and he just pulled up and just nailed it. And I was like, oh, my gosh, In dude, your face, yeah. yep. Yeah. Um, then we got Mike McClure, West Ottawa wrestler, that went undefeated as a heavyweight. As a senior at West Ottawa, ended up wrestling at Michigan State, and undefeated, including the state championship. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Um, then you got the Machma brothers, Mike and Chris Machma. Uh, they were both three time baseball players of the year. They both signed professional contracts. Um, they both threw, I think, three perfect games, um, and were both on the state championship team for Holland Christian. Um, and then Coriante DeBerry played basketball at Holland. Then. Uh, Cincinnati. He was uh, he had his best performances in the NCAA tournament, helping Cincinnati get to the second round a couple of times. Um, off the bench, he had like 18 points one of the games because um, their center got thrown out of the game. Their starting center yeah. got thrown out of the game, um, and he still plays professionally in Europe um, and has been doing really well there. Was in the NBA, formerly D League, now G League, um, with Chicago's team. So he's been playing professional at a lot of different levels. We got Johnny Garcia, box professional boxer from the area, who is now mostly retired, but he had some big fights on HBO and uh, ESPN, and just fought against some Olympic champions, and you know was you know kind of one big fight away from making it really really big. I don't, I mean, he's on there fifteen. He honestly could be five. You know, anyone you could kind of mix and match. It just what I don't, I honestly don't know enough about boxing to know where that really falls. Um, and then T.J. Beelan, the first uh, from Zealand East, the first or the second person ever in the state of Michigan to throw a discus 200 feet, wow. um, and went to Southern Illinois to uh, throw and also play football. So um, I'll go. Th- sorry, that took a little longer than I thought, but we got a lot of great people here. Yeah. So th- I mean, think about who that leads off. That leads off leaves off guys like Tyler Bosma from West Ottawa that helped them to the state finals and was a basketball player of the year and also is playing D1 baseball. It leaves off. The Berghorst brothers that played uh, John Berghorst won the state championship in a shot put, and then was a D one football player at Central Michigan. Adam got drafted uh, this year, but chose to go to Michigan State for both baseball and football. You know, there's a, there's a lot. Of, what do you? 
you know, what do you make of it? I mean, like, there's yeah, another boxer that made the Olympic trials. Um, you know, other football players that went D1. Uh, Jordan Van Dort from Zeeland West that was, you know, a multi-sport athlete and, you know, a great, the best lineman we've ever had. Other state champion wrestlers. State champion swimmers didn't make this list. A lot of state championship swimmers didn't make this list. People that won multiple state championships did not make this list uh, in swimming because we, you know, we had a couple swimmers on there. But, like, where do you draw the line? You know, there's so much. It's crazy. How awesome is this area to cover sports in? Oh, I mean, like, yeah. I got friends that work at other papers that can't believe all the good stuff that we've got because yeah. they've got nothing. Each season they've got one good team or one school that's good in everything or every year maybe one good team and a couple of good athletes and that's it we got 50 some kids on division one scholarships right now 50 that's some that's insane yeah so um for the girls uh the the top four were pretty easy and then again you could kind of mix and match the rest of them as much as you want uh courtney bartholomew number one she uh, swam at holland she was on that team that she was on the relay that set the national record um and she was the uh, had the second fastest high school time in 100 backstroke ever um, and then went to Virginia was a five time NCAA runner up and an all American multiple all American every year and also earned a spot on team USA for swimming and at the duel in the pool which is like the Ryder Cup US versus Europe stars oh, for wow. swimming she was on a relay a medley relay that broke the world record and then broke the American record in the 100 backstroke. Holy cow. Um, you can't argue with that one. That's yeah. like, world record. Like, and a, I mean, that 100 backstroke, when she set the American record, she was swimming head-to-head with Missy Franklin and the best European swimmers that swim the backstroke, too. So it wasn't just like, oh, well, you know, whatever. Even if it's – but even if you're swimming against nobody, the clock is the clock. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that's just amazing. Number two, Nicole Arts, gymnast from West Ottawa and champion, and then went to Michigan, multiple – uh, All American every every year, uh, Big Ten gymnast of the year, and she was actually picked as Michigan's gymnast of the decade. Uh, they did their own kind of little decade thing, and she was the gymnast of the decade. Easy number two pick. Number three, Taylor Garcia. She uh, honestly could have given Nicole Arts a run for her money if you know if she didn't have as many injuries in college. But Taylor Garcia won seventeen state championships in high school, most of any. Wow. Athlete in the history of the state of Michigan in any sport. Jeez, oh, you can, I mean, you can only win. The total you could win is you can win eight individual, eight relay, and you could your team could win four times. So the most you can win is twenty, and she has seventeen. She won all eight of her individuals. She won six of her eight relays, and her team won three times out of four. That's insane. Yeah, no one has ever done that in the state of Michigan in any sport. And then she went to. Arizona, then transferred to Michigan. Uh, had a huge comeback year last year at Michigan, where she was on two All American relays with you know stacked with Olympians, and was a huge leader for Michigan and their resurgence too. They finished third um, at the NCAA championships. So, but the most decorated high school athlete ever in the history of the state, and she's not number one. Yeah. Because if you can encompass everything, you know what I mean? She was right. she was an All-American on a couple relays, but she just, you know, and she made the Olympic trials twice and f- made the semifinals. She, she got a night swim at the trials where you go out with the pyrotechnics and the lights and you're in there, you're in an event swimming with 
Missy Franklin and Natalie Coughlin and all these legends of swimming. And so that was pretty awesome. Oh, that's cool. Um, so that was uh, that was such a big deal. And then number four, Emily Oren, Hamilton runner, ran at Hillsdale, a multiple national champion in the steeplechase. And she also made Team USA um, and has competed internationally for Team USA in the steeplechase. Um, she's got, and she'll be at, competing at the Olympic trials this year. Um, we'll see what happens. Number five, Emily Boss, Hamilton or Holland swimmer that went to Auburn, All American every year, multiple times, was a uh, uh, pick for uh, junior team, uh, USA junior team, uh, junior national team, and won a bunch of state championships at Holland. Number six, Carissa Verkike, uh basketball player from Holland Christian, and Calvin. Uh, she was All State multiple times at Holland Christian, first team All State, and then went to Calvin and was the MIAA player of the year all four years no one's ever done that and she uh was an all-american i think every year also and her senior year won the jostens trophy as the division three player of the year not bad not bad and that's number six (laughs) (laughs) um number seven rachel shoeless runner from zealand west won multiple state championships uh cross country and uh distance track runner went to michigan state all-american um you know, runs professionally now, uh, just dominating, dominating runner. Alyssa Garvelink's next Michigan State volleyball player from Holland Christian, uh, finalist for Miss Volleyball, I believe, and uh, All State multiple times and two time All American at Michigan State's got her number up in the rafters. Wow! At Jensen Fieldhouse in East Lansing, uh, Kristen Etterbeek from Holland Christian was an All State tennis and volleyball player, finalist for Miss Volleyball, and uh, went to play, went on to play. Volleyball at Penn. Uh, she's tied there with Sophie Remersmer, also another Miss Volleyball finalist from Zealand East uh, that was an All-State player three times, now plays at Miami of Ohio, uh, the one of the powerhouse teams of the MAC, and also was an All-State high jumper and all-conference basketball player all of her years at Zealand East. Um, then you got Bria Scrotenboer from Hamilton, just started playing soccer at Michigan State, but also is on the under-20 Team USA soccer team. And again, she's number 11 on the list. Um, Anna Capitosto from Saugatuck was an All-State in multiple sports at Saugatuck, then played basketball and was a captain on her team at Toledo Division One level. We don't get many Division One basketball players, uh, let alone somebody like that. Tsunomi Norin from Zealand East won multiple state titles in hurdles, high jump, long jump, anything where you can bend your body, basically. <laughs> um, was one of the most beautiful athletes to watch her high jump still. Uh, I don't know how she... Arched her, arched her back so far without breaking something. Um, Kayla Windemuller from Holland Christian uh, went on to run at Baylor for a year. Now is transferred to Michigan. She won state championships in track and cross country. Uh, Molly Oren, Emily's sister, also ran the steeplechase, finished national runner-up a couple times to her sister in the steeplechase um, and was an all-state athlete um, at Hamilton. And then Brittany Casey won three state titles in the throws for Zealand East. I mean, that's our t- those are our top 15. I mean, you, you got the same thing. You got uh, – I got another gymnast that won a MAC championship at a Division One school. Not on there. That's Jesse Bice. You've got uh, all kinds of soccer players that uh, were all-state in Division One, uh, Division One talent. We've got the starting outfielder for – Michigan softball right now, Haley Hugenrad. You got some more state championship swimmers, obviously. There's always some of those. I mean, you got the the two headed monster of Aaliyah Bouvie and Taylor Waterway for Zealand East Track now that were uh, state champions in the throws. Um, and then Natalie Dunn uh, from West Ottawa, who was our player of the year last year in basketball and volleyball, plays D1 volleyball right now. That's a lot. 
that's a lot of people. Erica Fryoff from Hamilton. She runs at Nebraska. She made the regional, and she was a state champion in cross country and also in in track. There's just so many. There's so many things. There's so many people. There's so many, I mean, like you could make an argument that there's another ten players that deserve to be in the top fifteen. Yeah, and you could mix and match most of those. Like I said, I think I, I think we're pretty. The top three are pretty, or the top three or four are pretty set on both. But then after that, easily four or five to to ten interchangeable i mean like that's yeah. insane um so we've had some additions too people have reminded us people that were left we also re- i'm sorry those were the top 15 that we did at the top of the list then we put the editor's note to say who who else belongs and then we listed our top 100 by uh by sport not 100 for each sport uh, but we listed it alphabetically by sport so you could find people that you were looking for uh I, and i've since added about 10 or 12 people because um, there were legitimate people that deserved to be at least in a tie kind of for the top 100, and we're making it a working list. So you can still email sports at com. Email us anybody that we forgot. Check the list again online because, like I said, there's you know maybe 10 or 12 people that have been added to that list since, and uh, I'm sure we're not done yet uh, because <laughs> – there's just you know there's just so many things i mean we got all kinds of people on here that are just 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 crazy to think about all these all these people that are barely on the top 100 list or people that didn't even make the top 100 list that like i said we had state champions in swimming that didn't make the top 100 list because we had like 40 35 kids win state championships you know like and then you got to then you got to make that you know you got to make that quantify throughout all the sports is somebody that's finished that would have finished 12th at division 1 swimming how do you factor that into somebody who won uh, a Division Two track title? You know, right. like, I mean, there's yeah. so many things. There's multiple all-state people in here. Everybody on this list either was a all-conference college player, an all-state high school person at least one year, most of them multiple times. Uh, most of, a lot of them were our players of the year. Some of them weren't. But there's, I mean, I mean, what's the we- the weakest on there could be like, now with our additions and everything too, the weakest kind of level of things on here is an all MIAA. Yeah. But still, I mean, in some of the sports, if you're all MIAA in volleyball, when Hope and Calvin have been winning the national championships and you know beating uh, some years beating MAC teams in the area that are Division One, it's a little bit bigger of a deal, you know. Right. Yeah. So yeah, it's just crazy. So like I said, this discussion is not over, and the you know the, it's a working list. So there's got to if you got somebody. Send us an email, sports at hollandcentral.com. We'll take a look and see if they belong in there, too. Just because you send us something doesn't mean we're automatically throwing them on the list. Um, but, I mean, there's we got a lot of Division One talent that's not on here. And uh, it's one of the hardest things to do because, like I said before, knowing as an editor, you know you're going to get people unhappy. People are going to be unhappy about people being left off the list, yeah. people being too far down on the list, people not, you know, teams not being where they are. It's a lose-lose for us, but it's something that I feel like it's still our, as journalists, our duty to try to put together something like this because uh, it's people care. And I the, and the debates are fun, too. It's supposed to be fun. Like, mm-hmm. we're supposed, you know, you're supposed to look at this and go, man, the top high school state champion in the history of the state of Michigan is number three. Why aren't they number one? You know, and you, there's 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 those kind of debates which are fun about sports. We have them in professional sports all the time. Who should make the Hall of Fame? Who should be on the All Star team? Uh, who should win the Cy Young Award? You know, or the MVP? Like there's there's those kind of debates all the time. I and mean, we have smaller versions of that when we pick our all area teams each year. But I mean, this is insane. Plus, that's the nature of like a cutoff too. It's like you know, it's like there's a top 100. And sure, there are people that have like what you would think are like a top 100 accolades, but just 
that's just the nature of it. This is a lot about this area that, like, you know, that's just the problem. It's like there's just too many right. good athletes. I mean, and, like, the, somebody that I rank 101 mm-hmm. could easily, by other people reasonably, be ranked, like, 68. You know, mm-hmm. like, it just depends on what your criteria is. And like I said, if you're going for the better – who did better in college or who better in high school first, that changes where your order of the list would be. If you pick who's dominant at one sport – which is kind of what I went with here. I wasn't holding it against Nick Carlson that he only played golf when he did all that much with golf. But or do you pick people who were elite in multiple sports? They maybe weren't the best in anything, but they were almost the best in a couple of things. That changes the entire dynamic of the list and would change. Yeah, but then you also just got to think of the whole decade. You know, like who was really better than 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 others, and it's it's a really hard thing to do because we. I mean, I saw lots of most of these athletes play, but what. What really quantifies who's better? You know, like it's really, it's really hard because sometimes the ta- the most talented players don't get the the accolades. Sometimes they do. Sometimes the people less less talented but end up with more counting stats get more accolades. You know, like yeah. So it's it's just very interesting. But it's been it's really fun just to reflect and see what has happened this decade in this area and it's it is insane i mean like most people on this list of uh, i'm not even talking about the top 15 you know if if most of the if if a lot of those names aren't familiar then you're probably not reading the sentinel because these athletes got a ton of coverage uh deservedly so top 15 in the, in the for the whole decade yeah. um but most of these people i mean like these are familiar names to people i mean we got all state here, all state there. I'm just looking at the list. Brooke Leonard from Zealand East. She was our. She went up playing softball and played at Cornerstone and was a really good player at Cornerstone. Um, set a school record uh, in strikeout. I think strikeouts or wins for them. And I'm losing my mind now. A lot of decade memories here. Yeah. Set set some major school records in pitching at Cornerstone. Uh, but also, she was our three time uh, player of the year. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. Three time player of the year. And it, it, but it depends on when you are. But was she as impactful of a softball player as Haley Hugenrat, who's a starting outfielder at Michigan right now? I don't know. Yeah. It's hard. To, it's hard to you know. Like we've got a uh, uh, Chloe Carp, West Ottawa tennis player. She was our tennis player of the year all four years. That's never been done. Mm. All four years. But was she the best tennis player of the entire decade? I don't know. Yeah. You know, like so. It's just one of those things that like. You could make an argument that she was, obviously, four years of that. But we've had some, you know, all-state players come in and play, too. I mean, Kristen Ederbeek from Holland Christian, crazy. Atu Kondali, great uh, jumper, leaper for West Ottawa. And, uh, you know, he's on there. But, you know, he had he won the Division One long jump, mm-hmm. you know, against the guys that are, you know, D1 for track and – some guys that are competing at the Olympic trials and stuff like that. I mean, where do you put that? Where do you put somebody like that? There's just there's so many there's so many levels uh, levels of it. But it's super fun to think about. And uh, man, I'm glad that I work here <laughs> rather than a paper that's got you know one good team or one good program, one good school, a couple mm-hmm. good athletes. I mean, we we've got. Uh, our sister paper in Ionia. I mean, it's there's there's no college town in there, but they've got you know eight pretty good high or seven eight pretty good high schools palmo Westphalia wins a ton of stuff in some of the smaller stuff um but they i mean they only have maybe three division one kids yeah and we have 54 you know and plus an nfl started quarterback and an nhl player players yeah. playing basketball in europe 
and uh, swimmers making the Olympic trials, boxers making the Olympic trials, boxers fighting on HBO. Mm-hmm. Um, it's crazy. Golfers getting letters from, yeah. from Arnold Palmer. <laughs> no doubt. Um, volleyball players getting their jersey hung in the rafters at Michigan State. I mean, this is like – and basketball players setting the all-time scoring record in the state of Michigan. That's ridiculous. Yeah. I didn't know that, that, that about that guy until now. Yeah, well, that's what happens when you work in another state when it happens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, I mean, that's that's ridiculous when you think about it. I mean, that's all happening in one area. And that's not – and those are just the athletes. We got great teams, you know. We got great track teams. We got great cross-country teams. We got great swim teams. We got great football teams. We got, we've had state champion baseball teams. You know, you, basketball teams make it to the finals. Plus all the stuff that's happening at Hope and Grand Valley. This area is insane. Yeah. Something it's, it's in the water. Cover, yeah. I don't know if Lake Michigan's really got something to do with it, I think. I'm <laughs> yeah. not really sure. But, extra vitamins and minerals. Right? Exactly. Exactly. So they get the extra vitamin D. Everybody's at the beach all the time. Yeah. Um, and who knows? That's just like a little it's, – it's almost like a little boost. So. Yeah. Anyway, so again, sports at hollandsentinel.com. Feel free to email us with uh, anybody that we might have forgot. Ta- again, take a look at the list online rather than in print uh, because it has changed. It has been updated. Nobody's been removed. Nobody's been removed from the print list, but there's been you know 10 or 12 people added to it, and I would guess there would be another small handful that probably will too. The more because there's just no way there's just no way to really remember everybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just. Well, there was this one basketball player, uh, Bo Troutman. You know, uh, he, he was briefly two weeks on the Saugatuck basketball team. Wow, two whole weeks. Before being cut. Must so, have been legendary. It was an epic Must two weeks. Must have been weeks. legendary. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Imagine how your life could have been different yeah. if you made that team, Bo. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, again, sports at com. We'll get back to talking about um, live action stuff next week. Um, we've got a full slate of high school stuff. We've got some rivalry games this uh, this weekend and um, and hope games. we got hope games going on. Cousins is still alive in the playoffs. We'll talk more about that. And, uh, yeah, let's see. And the national championship game. There's plenty of things yeah. to talk about. So, uh, But uh, that's all for this week. I hope you enjoyed learning a little bit about some of our top athletes and the process and how we select things like that. And... Uh, it's a, just a, it's just an interesting thing. There's no not it's, an, it's a situation where there's not really a right answer. There's not really a wrong answer, but you'll always have people think that you're right or wrong, right. <laughs> which is great. Um, but let the debates continue. I love that kind of stuff. So sports at HollandCentral.com. I know I said it like a thousand times. If you got somebody that you think we missed, seriously email us. We really want to add them. We want to make it a, a true decade of athletes list. So um, for Bo, I'm Dan. We'll talk to you next week. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.